Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Excuse me. Yay! Welcome to Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. The least helpful self-help podcast. Here are your hosts, Paul Armstrong and Jeremy Fuchsa. Um, a dark, dark desert in my in my mo mojave dark mode. Oh, I haven't updated my OS yet. Mm-hmm. It's it's dark. Here, let's listen. Dark let's mode is hear, dark. See if we can hear this pappy pouring. You hear that? What's a pappy? It's a pappy van. It's a Van Winkle twelve year old. Oh, oh. Oh, that's 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 jingly and tinkly. I'm drinking. Oh, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. I was saying I'm drinking a 12 year old, and that's just wrong. <laughs> wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well then. So Eddie Vedder, <laughs> I had to make sure everything was working. It's been so long. I had to blow the dust I know. off the mic. Got to blow the dust off and. Shake the cobwebs loose and make and, sure settings are there. And uh huh, uh huh. But it's there. It's there. You're here. We're here. It's here. It's a. It's back. I mean, it it's is back. It, to everyone else, it's as if we've been back for three episodes. But yeah, because because we've been making episodes, but you know, those are a month and a half old. Shh. They just don't know that. Don't Shh. break. Don't break the mystery. <laughs> how's how's uh how how's your week been going? Uh, this week has been fine. It's been this week has been fine. Been good to get back to work after good. several uh, several weeks of feeling like I've been in a fog. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you want to talk about that or do we you we definitely can. It fits perfectly in in line with our title or of our okay. show. All right. Um, I'm we're going to follow your lead. Okay. I mean, we can get real heavy. Uh, I'm it's whatever you want to do, whatever you're comfortable with. You know me, I'm comfortable with just about anything. Okay. Um, so my mom has been dealing with dementia, Alzheimer's for uh, five years or so, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and I got a call two weeks ago. It would have been end of uh, September. Uh, she she's been deteriorating and she had basically at this point uh been mostly nonverbal able to walk around but not for very far um my sister told me that she would always respond to singing and would make her happy and she would smile and all that stuff but uh she gave me a call like on a on a weekend her texted me actually and said if you want to see mom you might want to go right now because she's not doing well I'm like oh crap so uh got some things together drove out to lancaster pennsylvania from from here in cincinnati on a monday morning really early got there by monday afternoon and and spent about an hour with her she was pretty unresponsive like just making noises uh not opening her eyes but i you know i held her hand and talked to her and paced back and forth for a long time because I just felt weird and surreal and, just, you know, knowing this was literally the last time I would I would be able to talk to her. Yeah. And I knew she wouldn't talk back. Um, 
you know, just I, I just talked to her every now and then. She would lean forward and smile a little bit, but that was about as much as I could get, which for me was great. Um, you know, I, I, being that far away, I don't get, I didn't get to see her that often. Uh, which, as as a son to a parent, that just makes you feel incredibly guilty. I always felt guilty that I couldn't be there and that I couldn't do stuff. My sister lives really close, so she's able to be there, and that's kind of the toss up. But you know. Before all this happened, before uh, she went to a home, we had begged her to move here because, like, oh, you could see the grandkids and we could come and visit you all the time. And she just didn't want to do that. So, you know, there's a little bit of like we really tried to get her to be close to us so we could help, but she decided not to. So I can't feel bad, bad, but I do. I feel bad. Um, so you know, seeing her that last time was shocking. She just looked so old and shriveled and just not like I remember, but. It was still important to see her. And then uh, I came back that Tuesday, early morning. Um, it just was kind of in a fog that whole week. I worked that week, but I was still just, you know, every time I got a text message or a phone call, I was f- for sure thought I was going to be my sister being like, yeah, she's passed. But thankfully, it, well, not thankfully, I still was, waited all week and was just kind of panicked. But she passed away on Saturday morning, October 1st. Um, and we had the funeral last Friday or five days ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the family drove up to Pennsylvania and got to see family and visit. But, you know, the, the inevitable your parents going to die thing. Uh, when you have to deal with it, it's very surreal. Uh, yeah. There's moments where you don't want to cry. There's moments when you don't know if you can. And there are moments you don't know that you can stop crying. Um, hmm. Hmm. It was a long process for her. So it's kind of been a constant grieving. Like as she slipped away from who she yeah. was into this prison and her body. So yeah, that kind of five years, right? Yeah. 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 And it, it's gradual. I think she had more on the dementia side because she didn't lose um, memories. She lost functions. Uh-huh. So she would slowly forget words and forget directions and forget this and that. Um, and then it would go back to, you know, forgetting people and all that stuff. That has the brain, right. I, I would assume, just starts shutting down portions of areas and stuff. But. Yeah, so it was like a long kind of grieving and always being like, oh, how long can this go on? It just stinks for her. But then when it's, you know, I, I like to say like everything seems to last forever until suddenly it's all over all at once. Um, this is the way that felt like it just took forever and then all of a sudden it was done, which still is a shock. I mean, she was 77, so it wasn't like shock, shock, like she was young or anything, but, you know. It's it's weird, and and my parents are divorced. She didn't get remarried or anything. It happened; they got divorced, uh, you know, several years before she got diagnosed. Oddly enough, but um, so my sister and I have to handle all of her finances and all of her will and all this stuff. So, yeah. On top of that, it's just a lot of other stresses and busyness. Yeah. But you know it's it's weird. Uh, there'll be days when I'm fine and I don't think about it, and there's days where I 
just randomly will come up in the middle of the day and I'm like, why, why is this memory haunting me right now? I don't want this. Sure. Um, I mean, that's true of any loss. I'm sure anyone's dealt with any kind of loss, but the, the, the finality of your parent is really strange. Like, yeah. Even if you don't have a great, I don't know. I can't say it because I had a pretty good relationship with my mom, but you know, you, we we have our own kids. We're really far away. Didn't interact with her much. There's still this desire of like, oh, right. that's my mom. That's my blanket. That's my comfort. That's my anchor. That's my captain. All those kinds of things that you think of with your your parent, and uh, and knowing that's gone forever is is even if it, I mean it never would have been there. I mean she she lost that yeah. capability, but. You know, and then then you're like, oh, right, I still have one more parent, and that's going to happen again too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And knowing that you've gone mm-hmm. through it before actually makes it more terrifying the second time around, just because you know the the awfulness and, and the the pain that's coming. Ugh. I, I don't. I I know there's plenty of people who've gone through it, and being someone who's never had to deal with it, it's just now that I know what other people have gone through, I'm just like, oh, it's it sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's you know I I would say that's completely normal. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I I sorry that you have to go through all that. I mean, it's you know like you say, it's just something that happens, but it never makes it easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, gosh. <laughs> there's no, um, there's no way to follow through well, with any I, of that. N- no, I mean, I, I do have some places to go with okay. on on this. Um, you know, I I I lost a grandmother to almost the exact same type of dementia, and uh, you know, and and when it happened, I was you know in my mid twenties, and mm-hmm. um. Yeah, you know, and I and I was super selfish, and and I said, well, you know what, I I really want to remember her for you know the person that she was instead of the person she is now, and things yeah. like that. And, and there was you know like a year and a half that I never went and saw her. Yep. Because because I just couldn't deal, and it's a great regret of mine. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um. So you know, I I I can empathize. Um, yeah, you know, and, but I, I guess, and, and I don't know, I mean, this is, you know, and, and you can, you can tell me to fuck off or whatever, but, you know, I mean, the, seeing even the vestiges of, 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 of that process always from that moment forward in the back of my own mind has always been, is that's what's in store for me. Yep. You know, and so, I mean, not just death, not just the finality of death, but yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's every, I mean, it, I don't know that we would, I don't, yeah, no, the, the way of going. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't imagine that many people don't look at someone suffering and imagine themselves in that position. I feel like that's fairly normal. Maybe not. Maybe it's just more if you're empathetic, you do that, but. Yeah. Oh no, there's no way I don't have some selfishness to 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 looking at it and being like is this my fate too cuz right. I don't want that. Yeah, cuz I mean it's you know it's a hereditary thing and Yeah. Um, you know, and and you like me, I mean, you know, our 
our our lives are based on our minds, not our mm-hmm. hands, or you know, yep. and yeah. We have to, we you know, have to, and, we have to function and think and process and, and yeah, move and, forward. And when I think about that, it just, you know, terrifying. Um, yeah. And, and it, my, my, my aunt, uh, as you know, as, as she's gotten older, I mean, I know that it's a, a great fear of, of hers too, as well, you know, seeing her own mother go through and, um, you know, and she does absolutely everything that she can to try to fight even the remote possibility of that, um, yep. like she, like she's an avid words with friends player, right? <laughs> just because she knows that the more she plays words with friends, that's just the more mind workout that she can get. That you know, yep. hopefully, huh, you know, it's that's where my mind goes when yeah. I think about this type of stuff. Yeah. Then we talk about like how I play crossword and stuff like that just so mm-hmm, keep mm-hmm. my yeah it's it's that fear so, same thing and literally there is nothing i mean there's no proof that any of that will actually stop these kind of hereditary diseases nor that you will actually right. get them because there's no guarantee you will either i mean exactly like but it's it's the fear it ran in it ran in her family on the female side none of the males got it but that doesn't mean that they couldn't yeah uh and at the same time, like, <laughs> it goes through my mind, like, I even feel like I'm having that. Uh, just give me LSD and take me out to the desert somewhere and <laughs> inject me with a lot of morphine and just let me go. <laughs> just a little bit. Of, yeah. I don't know yeah. that I can. I mean, and we talked with the nurses there and they're like, oh, she was always so happy and she was always smiling and she always, like, but when she lost her speech, she was still able to sing and hum. And so a part of me is like, well, at least... If she lost uh, memories, she kept her, her essence, which was, she was always very happy and always silly and always, hmm. you know, that was still there. Um, so even if she may not have been totally aware of what was happening, she was happy. I mean, that's about I mean, all that's, that's you can a hope blessing for. for. That's sure. all yeah. you can hope I mean, for. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it was drug combinations that helped in that for her or what but well but even even if it was i mean yeah yeah, i mean that's that's more than that's more than my grandmother had i mean Mm -hmm. it was you know it's just it it eventually just became pure nothing yeah and so yeah it's um and that's and we like uh, my sister and i talked about you know do we want flowers and we're both like no we don't want flowers we're so it was like in lieu of flowers please donate to alzheimer's research and mm-hmm. she had cancer mm-hmm. so it was cancer research but it was all these things like please just, flowers are pointless <laughs> yeah uh, they're a great yeah. gesture but you know what's a really good gesture is trying to help people so that they don't have to yeah. go through this. trying to make sure that the rest of us don't have to do that yeah so yeah uh, to everyone out there listening, to, to donate to these things because it's mm-hmm. still a great mystery. Don't they? Don't, oh, absolutely. They don't know how, why it happens. They don't know. They believe it's hereditary, but they have no idea why it would be. Um, you know, on the spectrum of Alzheimer's and dementia, it, it's just like I know they've talked about it, it, like some sort of protein blocks that happen on the and the neurons or the in your brain, like the little bridges between neurons, like they build a plaque or something like that. So they just start to not talk to each other anymore and then die off mm-hmm. sort of like on teeth, you know, like plaque like that kind of thing and okay. trying to figure out how to, how to attack that and stuff. They thought like light therapy might do stuff and 
I can't remember where I saw this research. I'll look for it again. But like, they're trying everything they can just to just to figure out <laughs> what is actually happening. Other than that, they see like massive dead spots happening in the brain. Yeah, um, and, and you know they can't. It's very hard. It's you know, what is it? Uh, CFRI, what, whatever the higher grade uh, MRI type scanning. Mm-hmm. There's only so much they can only learn after someone's dead, and with a with a you know a biopsy and autopsy and stuff, um, which not everyone does. And it's yeah. it's sort of like the the concussion stuff. Like we can't learn what happens till someone's already dead, which is you know, that's not that's hard to to an active brain is how you learn something, not one that's dead and inactive. You can only learn the result, not the cause. Right. So, right. you know, all you can donate is not just to help them learn, but to develop technology mm-hmm. to learn more about how the brain's functioning. I mean, yeah, that's really all it's about. They're just looking at the brain. So not all, I'm sure that anything they research probably helps other brain injuries as well. Hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. we got, we got super weepy there, huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you know, sure. Yeah. And, uh, deservedly so. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was really nice too. Like, my daughter was really close with with my mom. Like, they always called mm-hmm. themselves two peas in a pod, and she was brave enough no. to stand up and speak um, mm. unprompted. Yeah, uh, and my wife spoke, and a lot of people spoke, and it was really great to hear people say such really great things about my mom. It was just kind of nice, like a nice kind of bookend on everything, you know? Yeah. And I mean, and and do I understand that it was probably not easy for? I mean, even through grief and everything, I feel like from from what tiny tiny fragments I know about your daughter is that probably wasn't the easiest thing. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, she definitely has anxiety and all sorts of stuff. But yeah, she's she. I mean, we've talked about it before. She's like, I don't want to regret not doing something, and she does oh, that a lot. She'll she'll often that's do great. things that are really hard for her, but she knows that she would hate herself if she didn't. Probably because I tell her all the time about stuff that I never did that I regret, but, you know. Well, that's good. Yeah. I Be mean, that cautionary tale. Yeah. Uh, you'll, yeah. You, you can't you can't go back. So you right. get that chance, you get that bubbling in your stomach, that antsy anxiety, fight through it, just do it. Just start talking, just start walking, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Be- because... You can't. You can't literally go back and try again. There's no do over. Despite what people might tell you, there is no do over. <laughs> that was another yeah. kind of interesting thing. Is like we haven't been to church in three years or whatever, and it was you know my mom going to church and was a pastor there and a mini sermon. It just felt I felt so disconnected from all that talk. Like mm-hmm. we know she's in a better place and we know she's looking down. I'm like that's all great and comfortable. But, you know, it, it seems like definitely it's a panacea for the people who are alive to feel better about the person who's gone. I'm like, I'm not sure if it's better that she has some life outside that she can't interact with all the people that are talking to her or if she's just gone and like sleep. You don't know that you're asleep mm-hmm. most times. You didn't know when you weren't born. True. The whole True. whole amount of history that happened, you had no idea happened because you didn't exist. And were you upset about that then? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely helps people who are dealing with the grief to feel like there's there's more to it. But it has down downsides where you 
might not take that chance. You might push down. You're like, oh, I don't need to say anything right now. You know, like just like that whole horizon never comes kind of idea. Like everything's forever. It's just not. Yeah, not that you can prove. <laughs> no, and if you can't, no, then live not. like you. You like that was one of the things that the the guy at the funeral said. Like, there's a billion dollar. I don't know why he said this. It was really weird. It's like, there's a bill, billion dollar industry out there to tell you that life is only for right now and all you have is the present. And I'm like, what is wrong with that? <laughs> but like, that's a lot of people's mentality. Is like, that's a terrible thing to say that there's only now and only this moment. I'm like, you're gonna miss. A and lot who of said that? The, the 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 pastor, huh? Yeah, that, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah, what? It really bothered me. I'm like, huh. what is so wrong with living in the moment? <laughs> Didn't he say that? Yeah, my wife is right here, and she's like, yeah. It was weird. That's a, that's a that's a strange thing to say, huh? I think it must have been okay. in relation to, you know, mysticism and uh, stuff like that. You know, Buddhism, all the Eastern. I mean, it's the East Coast. They're pretty. Yeah, uh, but what did but, that have to do with anything I in the moment? I don't know. <laughs> what the, I don't it, know. I felt, I'm like, yeah. what the hell? What? <sighs> I mean, hmm. Hmm. I, I couldn't connect the two, but there's a weird disconnect. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I think I'm it spins nicely with uh, current political climate, too. Like, yeah. The reason that people deny climate change is because they really don't give a shit because they think there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Right. <laughs> like, great. Great. That's great. Yeah. Let's put all of us through hell now just so that some maybe supposedly or unprovable thing written thousands of years ago will we'll, we'll bank on that. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm doing much better. Uh, Good. Good. Media Corner. All right, so I finished Maniac. Did you watch Maniac? I I also have finished Maniac. Okay. I'm going to check that off the list right now. Boom. Okay. Checked. Uh, I liked the ending. <laughs> so did I. I don't know how I felt about everything that built up to it, though. Mm, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, what what I, episode did you finally find yourself enjoying it? Like eight or nine. It was seven for me. Wait, how many episodes were there? Ten. I thought so. It was when they started getting a little less, kit, you know, like all cool about the crazy storylines they keep going on. Uh huh. And sort of got a, a little bit more realistic about what is actually happening and what is the problems with both of them. That yeah. made it a little more interesting rather than covering up with you know, Wes Anderson yeah. tries to remake something that. A Stanley Kubrick film? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's like. It's like a Christopher Nolan, Stanley Kubrick as done by Wes Anderson. Yeah. Which I've never watched. Absolutely. <laughs> no. No. I have, yeah, and that, I have a lot of people, uh, you know, people at the, uh, where I work who are like, that was the best show. I loved it so much. I'm like, 
I don't know that I could say I loved it. I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, ultimately, I can sort of go with you there. I mean, I, I really did enjoy it. But 60 to, you know, 60% of it was a complete slog to get through, you know, and, and, and a lot of it that I thought was interesting, they completely glossed over. Like, yeah. what kind of weird hybrid universe is this? Is it is it real? Mm-hmm. Is that really what it is? What happened right. to made it right. more? What's, yeah, what's really going on? Like, is it present day, but it still has an 80s feel because of yeah. some weird... Did something happen with Japan? Because clearly there was a lot of Asian influence in the culture. Robots were it's, a lot more prevalent. It's another Ready have. Player One. Oh, don't get me it's started. A, it's exactly what it is. It's another Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, what, yeah. is, what is with the nostalgia worship? What is going I, I, on? I don't know. What the hell? I don't know. But yeah, it was a slog. And the, and, you, you know, know the and, director and, and like, is would, younger than us. Well, and and the director is is actually probably one of the more talented people doing things right now. You know, he's the guy who he from uh, has been directing most of Atlanta. He, oh, yeah, yeah, um, that's where it's from. Uh, he, yeah, yeah. he was the one who did season one of True Detective, the good season. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, none of those. So, have... so he, he's actually amazing. Yeah, none of that. None of those and, have that tinge. Of... And 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 I will say that that the six episodes that I didn't really like were all gorgeous, yes, and awesome, absolutely. Yeah, it's like but Blade Runner yeah. meets. I, I you know and and, you know, my, and as I was as my wife was going to bed, she's like, "What are you doing?" Well, I'm getting ready to go watch some Maniacs some more. Like, well, that, that you don't sound very excited. <laughs> you like, don't. Why are you watching this. it? Well, because everybody's talking about it. Well, does that mean you have to? I was like, just on the off chance that I'm going to end up enjoying it, I'm <laughs> I'm going to see it through. And and by God, yes. I, in the end, mm-hmm, yeah, I did. I really I loved the, the end. ending. Yeah, I loved agreed. the last three episodes. The last three episodes were awesome. Yeah, it was a great buildup. Yeah, great tying to everything together, especially like her. Dealing with her sister stuff really mm-hmm. well. That was really oh, yeah. beautifully I mean, done. There was so much to love about the end. But like everything up to that, I'm just like, I get I get the trope. I get it. Yeah. I I I feel that the that the entire thing could again. So you liked it when Sally Field really came front and center. Oh man, yes. That's really when that like, happened. Oh like yeah, the Sally Field stuff. Something. I I ate up all the Sally Field. I love Sally Field, and she is still cute as a button. Yeah, it's true. Good lord, how old and is she yeah, now? She's she's getting up there, but I mean, she just she still is just just she she will always be Sally Field. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you know, it just ah, she'll always be Gidget. Yeah, I think of her. I think of her from Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. But yeah, you're Gidget, right. Gidget, the flying, the flying nun. nun. Yeah. yeah. She will always be that. Yeah. I, um, yeah, that's... And, and, like, all my friends are like, why didn't you like it? But again, it's all very... People younger than me idolize the 80s in a way that I never would because I grew up in it, and they didn't, mm-hmm. per se. Like, they grew up maybe yeah. the last part of it, which is very different than the beginning part of it. <laughs> yes. Like, the early to mid-80s is so different than the late 80s. Like, mm-hmm. hair metal does not mesh with punk and new wave. But nope. any stretch of the imagination or nope. Goonies and, you know, Karate Kid were early 80s and they were like mm-hmm. four if they were that. 
when those were out. Yeah. So you didn't really experience it. It's it's a strange. I, I guess maybe I feel robbed, like you're stealing my childhood that you didn't yeah. experience. I guess it's the same way Possibly. that uh, you know, Happy Days was about the fifties, but it was in the seventies. Well, God, what was I just listening to that we that was talking about that about the about the eighties obsession with the fifties, mm-hmm. the nineties obsession with the sixties. Yeah, I guess we're always twenty yeah, what years. What was it? Was was it? Was it? Was it, a, was it a Roderick on the line? Or what? Ah. that sounds possible. What are we? Thirty years out from the eighties, though. Twenty. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Seventies kind of happened though recently too. Like we kind of yeah. we kind of recycled seventies a little bit. It's kind of coming back again with things like the Deuce and people's hairstyle look very seventies again. Yeah. Or at least young kids. I don't know about you, but all the no, boys' it, hairstyles yeah. are very 70s again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I find it interesting. Either either 70s or 20s. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Slick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Slick and neat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, either or. I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't... I mean, I can't pretend to know pop culture or influences, but it seems like this younger generation really thinks that the 80s was amazing. And I'm like, eh, that's fine. Well, define younger generation. Because uh, I actually thirty-five I, I, and younger. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about like like young, like kids. No, I think it's I, people who are between like twenty-five and thirty-five, mm-hmm, maybe twenty-one and mm-hmm. thirty-five, that are just really obsessed with the eighties. Okay, I was reading a really interesting article, and that's why they hate all these new Star Wars for some reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Earlier in the week, I read a really interesting article about how the the very youngest generation that we have right now actually closely mirrors that the the, the attitudes, the beliefs, et cetera, et cetera, of the silent generation. Which was is that before like, boomers? Yeah, that's like the Depression era people. That makes total sense. Yeah, because yeah, it was we kind of really, had really our own mini depression yeah. with the housing yeah. boom and all exactly, all the exactly, I mean. and so. And they they're are, going to be riddled with debt, and job market's going to be terrible. Well, but for they're them. super pragmatic. Yeah, um, yeah, and so it, yeah, it was really that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, because like I just read an article about how they're getting married later and staying married longer than mm-hmm. any other generation for a long time. Yeah, which is bucking all these trends of like, oh, they're the worst. I'm like, they're not the worst. They're dealing with. They're adapting. That's a whole nother conversation, but. Yeah. Uh, so what else has been watched? Uh, I watched. I finished Ozark season two. Okay, I haven't I haven't hopped on that train yet. No Ozark yet. Nope, no Ozark. Did you yet. Did you like Breaking ne- Bad? Ne- I I loved Breaking. Okay, Bad. you'll like Ozark. Yeah. Um. What else? I'm trying to think if there's any movies I've seen. I don't think so. We uh, uh my wife and I watched a movie that. We saw in the theaters so many years ago and forgot about what a really honestly underrated movie it was. Do you remember the movie Saved with yeah. Mandy Moore? Yeah, that was on yeah. Yeah, it's on TV Showtime. Movie. It's on yeah. Showtime right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's been a long time that. since I've seen it though. Yeah, we watched that the other night. Many more, Jenna Malone. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jenna Malone. It's a Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Macaulay Culkin in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, oh, man. That is such a good movie. 
It really is. I remember at the time, I think probably being insulted a little bit by it, but I bet I would not feel that way. You should revisit it. Yeah. It's, it's really good. (laughs) It's really good. Uh, yeah, we watched that. That was, that was, I always get that an election lumped together. Yeah, I, don't I can know see why. how you do that. No idea no, why. I, Maybe I, timing. No, I could see how you do that. Oh, there is a movie I saw. A documentary, actually. Three Identical Strangers. I've been wanting to watch that. I haven't haven't uh, haven't done that. My wife watched it, but I haven't watched it, oh which is weird to say because she usually doesn't right. watch anything. But she's been spending a lot of time just watching Netflix. Well, she's she's been. Oddly enough, at, at her job, they they have blocked Pandora on the network, not Netflix. <laughs> what? Yeah. One and of those so takes she, a lot more hogging. Yeah, of- <laughs> I know. I, I know. So she's just been watching random shit on Netflix, and, and she watched that, and she uh, highly recommended it. Oh, there is another show. Uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel we watched. She also has watched all of that that you need to watch that i need yeah she said i needed to watch that yes Uh get on that too sweet it is excellent yeah Uh, tony shalhoub for one just i love tony shalhoub yeah and it's just really funny it's very interesting it's very peppy it's it's a good you'll you'll zip right through and be like that was delightful that's really what that's that's kind of the 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 feeling you get is like that was just delightful it's yeah. you know it's based in the late fifties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I and don't it's know about like about the it, first so. sort of female comics that were really comics, mm. and mm-hmm. it's based on one character. But like it's kind of like uh, Joan Rivers and um, Phil Stiller and these older. You know, there's a lot of old com- female comedians when they come it came up, they were just not welcome. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's timely. Hmm. It's a good one. I'll, I'll have to check that out. Um, stu- let's see what what all. Okay, here's here's my list. Yes. Uh, let's see. Last week I watched the HBO Fly to the Concord special. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Good. Um, it, it was yeah, it was it was pretty good. I it was probably one of the most well done specials. Like like beautiful like like really well directed in the moment type of things it was huh. just it was just awesome like visually was really really great on top of just the fact that they were really good so i would i would highly recommend the flight of the concord special for a number of reasons um one just random afternoon uh the boys and i were just looking for something to watch on netflix and we ended up watching hilda have you seen anything about that? Mm-mm. It's it's a cartoon. It, it's for kids, but I loved it. We watched oh. the entire thing in one sitting, like that thirteen animation episodes. Animation style is interesting. Yeah, um, it's it, and it's based off a graphic novel. Um, highly, highly recommended. Loved Hilda. It was really cool. Um, Looks like Steven Universe kind of. Uh, yes, it's so a fun. very Steven Universe-y kind of thing, and. Um, Yes, it, it, I I kind of as I was trying to put together, it, it looks kind of like Steven Universe, but it feels kind of like Adventure Time meets Gravity Falls yeah. with a little bit of 
Well, yeah, pro- probably Adventure Time, Gravity Falls, and Steven Universe all kind of smashed together into into a thing, and it is really good. Um, it it was just delightful, kind of like you were saying. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very delightful thing that in the end I was like, ah, oh, man, you know, it, it was it was really me kind of more driving the yeah, let's watch more, let's yes. watch more until we got to the very end, and so it was good. Uh, the past couple of nights I have been watching Big Mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> First season oh, or second? First season. <laughs> it is. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that show is something else. That, yes, something else for sure. <laughs> I oh like it God. a lot. Uh, yeah, to, it's, it's, it's really good, but geez, <laughs> it is, that is the wrongest show I've ever seen. <laughs> It's really, yeah, yeah. You, you think really of like uh, Archer and all these other things? Like, no, nope. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. That makes Archer look like Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, That's I really mean, funny. it's yeah, it's 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 really something. I I I think like the thing that I so far that is my favorite is. Maya Rudolph's female hormone monster. Yeah, yeah. the way There's she talks. Something about yeah, the voice, man. It, it, because it makes me think of her character on Saturday Night Live that used to talk about going and getting her high on diet, <laughs> but but like with a little bit of a lisp because she's yeah. got the fangs. And oh man, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> Have you good seen stuff. the? Uh, there's the speaking of Maya Rudolph. She's in that Fred Armisen show on Amazon that. It, I've heard people say it's pretty good. I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, it's a single title. Hmm. I'll 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 find it. I'll be a good boy. I wish I didn't say. You be go a find that. I wish I didn't say be a good boy. Find it. In the pro- forever. Well, it's called forever. Stuck with it. Forever. Yeah. No, I haven't even heard of this. Yeah, Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph. I've heard. I've heard. It's interesting. I know they said like there's oh. some big hook to it, and they don't. No one will tell tell you what it is, huh? So I'm, I'm See, curious. I, I always I always forget about. I mean, I've got Prime Video, but I just constantly forget about it. Yeah, well, we yeah we watched the marvelous Miss, Mrs. Maisel's on that. I haven't seen any of the Jack Ryan stuff. I always forget it's there. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. I bet they spent mm-hmm. a ton of money making that. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a. Uh, it looks whatever. good. I I I would like to watch that. But yeah. yeah, I I can I constantly forget that it's there. Um, what else is what else is there that? Um, didn't that they I do uh, about watching Man on the High Castle? Yeah, yeah, Man on the High Castle. That's another one. Yeah, which I haven't watched yeah. really. Um, we added last week. I added Showtime to our Hulu, mm. and I want to watch Kidding. Yes, I want to see that. I really want to watch that. Yeah. Uh, Have you watched uh, Catastrophe? Yes, I watched Catastrophe. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, and then oh, and then last on on Sunday, uh, because it had been in my uh, in my Netflix list forever because I had never watched it. My wife and I sat and watched. 20 episodes of The Good Place in a row. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's actually a good way to do it. Yeah. I We haven't finished season God. two. You do what? We haven't even finished season two. Uh, we're, we're, then we're probably about in the same place. We're, we're halfway through season two. Yeah, it's smart. 
Smart. Yeah, it's, it's it's a fantastic show. Yep. Yeah, I remember telling when it first came on. I'm like, it's like uh, not any kind of sitcom you've seen. Like, it's a comedy philosophy it's a comedy lost. <laughs> it's a comedy lost. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. Yeah, it's very good. If there's any, uh... have you started watching Brooklyn Nine Nine yet? No. Okay. No, we 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 same we guys, good all the same guys, all the Parks and Rec, and yeah, good place. He does like so you know what kind of bones it will have, mm-hmm. which should give it some like like any comedy. It takes a little bit to get into, except for the good place because it has such a concept. Right, it's a good one. I recommend. Yeah, yeah, good place is. Good uh, <laughs> I just love Ted Danson so much. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, I mean, the, yeah. It's I I I'm not exactly sure. I'm not. I don't know who I love more. <laughs> Whether my favorite is Jason Mendoza <laughs> or Janet. Oh, Janet is the best. She's hilarious. Yeah, I. Jason I, is I wanna, so dumb. It is the best. He's just yeah, an idiot. I, and he I has wanna, to be. I want to give the slight edge to Janet. I love Janet. She makes it. She's actually vital anyway, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she. Uh, <laughs> the fact that she falls in love with Jason just cracks me up. Yeah. 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 Oh, great. Yeah, all the characters are pretty great. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> made me just think about that show again. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's very funny. You got it. I, I imagine we're going to finish season two this weekend and. Yeah. Hope, hope that, hope that is, is season three, is it on Hulu? Uh, just starting, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I think it is too. Do believe. Yeah. Do you ever watch uh, Superstore? Um, no, you've, you've yeah, I've talked it. about it before yeah. and have never, never there's gotten too into ma- it. There's just too much. <laughs> there's too many shows. Yeah. It's impossible to keep up with. Yeah. AP Bio, I'm almost done with. Oh, AP Bio is great. I watched all of that. That was good. It is so uncomfortable to watch. It is, but oh man, it it, it it's good. And I can't wait for more. I, love, I cannot uh, wait for more. Paula Pell, she's the the assistant. Oh, she she's yeah. <laughs> she she kind of steals the show. Uh, Panda's so great too. Like it's probably yeah, a role he, that he, he didn't. He's have really to take good, on. but Paula Pell really is yeah. is kind of what makes the show for me. <laughs> She's been in so many things and so chameleon like you always forget like oh yeah she's Pete Hornberger's yep. wife and Thirty Rock and yeah in Parks and Rec she was Ron Swanson's mom. Well, and she she was such a one of the most influential writers at Saturday Night Live yep. for the longest time. Yeah, she was head and, writer, yeah. wasn't she, or something like that? She was for a while. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's the one that taught. She she was with uh, uh, not Amy Poehler. Um, Thirty Rock. No, she. What's her name? Tina Fey. I think she, Tina yeah, Fey worked she, under yeah, her. Yeah, she was. She was. She was head writer. I think before Tina. Yes, yeah, so I mean, like she was. A, so I mean, yeah. So I mean, she Tina was Fey. ushering in mm-hmm. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And did you ever read that Saturday Night Live book? There's like a oral history book. Of Saturday Night Live. I've, I've read some Saturday Night Live. There's a really, books, really great oral that. history. Uh, it's like the definitive. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's really, really, really good. Super easy read. I, Oh, it's like I, the same. I, like um, if you were the Seinfeld, there's a Seinfeld one that's 
interesting and fun. I'm I'm looking over at what books I have left in my house. Um, I think it's called it's Live a, from New York. Oh no, no the 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 one I have is um, about Tom Davis and Al Franken. Oh yeah, no, this is just called Live from That's New a York. It's a complete oh, okay. uncensored history of Saturday Night Live. Oh, as to told by that. writers, stars, and guests. Mm. It's very I'll good. I'll have to check that. The, now, I, I will also say that the uh, Tom Davis, Al Franken one is really good, too. Yeah. Well, this is just a really good behind-the-scenes, talking to everyone who's written and been on it. The Chevy Chase section is very interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Oh. It's that. Uh, so how is a... Uh, no, go for it. How, how's, how's everything else going? Good. 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 How's your, uh, you've been a month now at your new job. It's been a month. It's been a month. Still getting, um, getting your legs under you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have, I've been told that in no uncertain terms that it'll probably take me at least a year before I feel comfortable being there. Um, hey, at least I'll give you a year, you know? Yeah. Interesting observation. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, couple of weeks ago I, I i picked up a a pair of airpods hmm? and so so now i'm 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 one of the airpod mafia yeah, I'm um the place where i'm at is has a has an ingrained culture of headphones in the toilet oh yeah yeah so everyone I tell does you it. i gotta tell you that airpods in the toilet total game changer Oh yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Oh, it's but, yeah, so I mean, light it's just, and breezy just, and easy. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean, there's there's headphones in the toilet all the time. Yeah. Now, now I don't know why I wouldn't not bring them. Like, right? There's so many things happening there that I don't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Distract myself from my own noises oh, yeah. as well as oh, others. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So I mean, it's 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 headphones in the toilet all the time for me now. We have like an area right before I get to my office that is, uh, it must be a Bluetooth like dead zone because my AirPods always flake out huh. in this area. There's like <laughs> cut out all the time. Same spot. That's weird. Yeah. And I asked other people like, do you, do your AirPods do they die out of this area? I'm like, yeah. They're like, yeah. I'm like, what the, what is going on? Don't know why. Weird. I'm sure I'm being tested for something somehow. Is it outdoors uh, or indoors? Outdoors. Hmm. It's an overpass. Mm. It's an overpass. I don't know why. Mm. Doesn't seem to uh, make any sense. No, it's annoying. <laughs> Always right at the spot. I'm like, I don't pick up anybody else's Bluetooth or anything, but whatever the signal that Bluetooth is on, there's something interfering with it. Yeah, something, so it's a jam-up. Isn't there up. a point where there's going to be too many Bluetooth signals? Like, I know in our I, office, we I have so many wireless be, yes. keyboards and headphones that people like, I can't connect to stuff. And I've just noticed this week in the office, my keyboard keeps disconnecting itself. Yeah, you, you, would, th- you would think that there would be enough. Yeah. That there, there would have to be some crosstalk. Some there has to be some, some like some how many jams? Can a little be, bit of yeah. I mean, it can't be infinite. It's a signal, right? It's just know? another signal. It, well, like, yeah, it is a signal, and you can slice that signal up into very, very small, you know, frequency bands. But they can't be so small that there are, let's say, millions of them within the range that 
I mean, you know, we're working at desks close to each other. I'm sure yeah. the signals spread I don't out. Know. I got to figure out how that works. Yeah, I don't know how far. I mean, I mean, I've tested how far with my AirPods, but yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty good amount. I mean, I can get up and down a few flights of stairs and then not do anything. Yeah, I yeah, uh, uh, it can't be infinite amount. The, no, it can't be an infinite amount. But I guess it's just I, the, uh, the likelihood of yeah. conflict. Well, yeah, I mean, eventually there has to be some likelihood yeah. of that. I uh, I saw so last week uh, we had a conference here in Kansas City put on by by the company where they would bring in clients and bring in hardware partners and all that stuff and uh, you know show off latest solutions and everything and I saw a a technology that is beyond Bluetooth mm-hmm. called Red Fork. Hmm. And it is a way of tracking. Th- so it's basically like GPS, but for indoor spaces. Mm-hmm. And it can track things down to like the a fraction of an inch. So you put like this red fork tag on something and you can watch it move throughout a building. And so so the, the uses that they were saying is, you know, obviously for, uh, so it's not near field. It's no, it's not near field. It's, it is, it is kind of based on a Bluetooth philosophy. Is it a beacon? No, it's more than a beacon. Hmm. It's, it, it's, it, it, um, you know, they wouldn't explain it too much because they said it's proprietary, but, uh, but, but, and you the, said you know what else is proprietary? It's the idea of a beacon. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, so take the idea of take the idea of a beacon and improve it about ten times. So you could slap it on a heart monitor and send it down the hall, and you could watch it go down. So the it's hall a both and, you know and. Exactly it's sending and receiving, and yeah, and you know exactly where that is, or you could put a you know if you've got a patient that needed to go. And it's super thin, I assume. Yeah, yeah, super yeah. super thin. Uh, that would be amazing because relatively to no energy. How far does the signal go? Um, it it does not go very far. Okay. The 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 one thing is so like the booth that they track had something had, for a long. It had just a ton of sensors around the periphery, uh, so you would have sensors up, you know, by the ceiling, but they would be there every two to three feet. Gotcha. So, so you've you've got to have you know you've got to have something that's com- that's tracking it pretty pretty closely. But as long as you've got all these sensors up there, uh, it's amazingly accurate as to as to where it is. It's pretty wild. I can uh, yeah. I'm just thinking of usage that could be really because oh, we I have mean, a, for- we have an issue in our our warehouse. With finding packages. Like, we yeah. might know where they are generally, but there's so many of them. To know where they are specifically can take a while, and they might get lost because someone might move it out of where it's been told, like where we tell our system where it is. Yeah. Like, if you had a little sticker that you put on that was a literal tracker for it. Yep. That was precise, because right now you could do a tracker, but it's not all that precise. It's like, the general areas here are like, yeah, great, there's 150 boxes here. They're all stacked up. I mean, to have to take all this yeah. apart to try to find it. 
I'll have to I'll have to look up the uh, I've I've got the the flyers in my car. I wonder how much it costs I, I, per thing. I, yeah, I don't know, but I I don't remember exactly who it was that manufactured it, but it was it was the most impressive thing that I that I saw there for cool. sure. Yeah, I thought if, if it was a Kansas City conference, it would be just a barbecue conference of some sort. Um. Oh well, there are plenty of those, but this this one happened to you know have to do with with software and 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 stuff. Or just all be about how amazing Patrick Mahomes is and football talk. Yep, <laughs> a lot of football talk happening. A lot of lot of a uh, lot of pigskin discussion. So <laughs> it's so disingenuous. Pigskin. Flapping the, the <laughs> flapping pig, the dis- yeah, <laughs> and the kicking the balls, yeah, flapping the yep, kicking balls. Yep, yep, yep. They 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 have said many things about that gentleman. <laughs> I've, I've sent you into deep waters of confusion. There's uniforms that they wear that they tug on or something uh-huh yeah it's it's all very tight it's all so tight uh, that's, that's literally true yeah yeah it's a little uncomfortably tight oh shit Woo-hoo-hoo. you have questions or topics for the show, call 816-535-1094 and leave a voicemail. Or reach us on Twitter at Uncle Weepy. If you enjoyed this show, first rate and review the show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your review helps the podcast robot suggest this show to other listeners. Second, consider supporting the show on Patreon. Patrons of the show get access to exclusive after-show material. Several levels of support are available. Visit patreon.com slash uncleweepy for details. I'm Adam Beatty. I'm Barry Johnston. We're the hosts of a new podcast called What's Your Weird Story? Our podcast is based around your stories, weird stories, strange stories, true stories. We're building a community of listeners and storytellers. So if you've got a weird story, maybe you saw a UFO or maybe you had coffee with Bigfoot. There are lots of weird stories out there, and we want to hear them all. So catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all your listening platforms, all the places you can get a podcast, and follow us on Twitter at What's Your Weird. Follow us on Instagram at What's Your Weird Story. Join us on our Facebook page. If you got a weird story, we want to hear it. New episodes are released every Tuesday. Tuesday.